Well, it is that time of year again. Daylight savings time is right around the corner. It happens the second Sunday of March. And parents sometimes get excited about this because they are hoping that their child will actually sleep in a little bit later. And springing forward is actually an easier transition than when we fall back in the fall time. But I wanna share some tips with you to help ease into daylight savings time. And you'll learn two approaches to help you make changes in your home. So let's jump in. In our most sleep deprived moments, our children will teach us exactly what we need in order to learn and grow into who we were created to be. These are the loving lessons we will learn whether we were wanting to or not. I'm Irene Gooch, your sleep coach, and I'm on mission to educate parents on how to help their young children sleep. Welcome to the journey. So daylight savings time is really challenging sometimes because it is about shifting our clock by an hour. And our body clock, the circadian rhythm, is really driven by light. So you're gonna notice the tips I share with you are really talking about light to help you make that change so your child knows what to expect, and it helps the body reset and have a good natural rhythm. One thing that can be really helpful is to dim the lights for the last hour before bedtime. So doing some quiet play, having the lights nice and dim will actually help your child's body adjust to the changes coming. It can be helpful to use darkening shades to help you, especially as it's going to be pretty bright outside as summertime is coming. You can check out the sleep out curtains, which can help you, especially at that bedtime when it could still be kind of bright for your little one and in the early morning time when the sun is rising. Getting outside and having fresh air and sunshine is always great, but it's, a, it's especially helpful, especially the first 30 minutes of waking up during the daylight savings time weekend. During the day, keep those naps flexible so your child's not overtired but get outside as much as you can that's actually a really great way to help your child's body clock and your body clock too children typically between four months of age and about two years of age are the ones that are typically going to have a little bit more of a challenging time with this now if you have a newborn don't worry about it, there's little circadian rhythm is not set. But if your little one has kind of a set bedtime, then you may decide to choose one of these two methods to help them make the change with daylight savings time. So the first approach is to do nothing, just keep bedtime the same. So this means on Saturday night, you're gonna put your child down at the same time. And if your child normally wakes up at six in the morning, well, now that's going to be seven. I would recommend waking your child by 7.30 or eight o'clock so that it can help them with their naps and prepare for the next night of sleep. And now the next day, you're just gonna put your child to sleep at the regular bedtime. And it's important to know that with this particular approach, it's still going to take your child's body about five to seven days to kind of shift. It happens to all of us. Also know that this is a great time to implement flexible routines, meaning you're just gonna work to fill the sleep tank and have those meals and snacks around the same times that you normally would on the new time. Now, the second approach is to do more of a slower or gradual transition 
into the time change. This can really be helpful if you have a child that is really sensitive to transitions. It's best to start this approach about a week in advance. Now I'm gonna share a daylight savings time spring forward handout so you can take a look and create a plan. You'll see step-by-step step what you can do for each day as you make the changes in your home. The goal with the gradual approach is to continue to work towards the regular bedtime once daylight savings happens. So by the end of the five to seven day transition, your child will be back on schedule like it never even happened. You'll see a place to write out your, your plan if you're gonna choose to do a gradual transition or maybe even split the difference with the time as you prepare the week beforehand. I do encourage parents to have a plan of action and so writing it down really helps you know what to do on which given day. One last thought that I would share with you about daylight savings time change your mindset. A lot of times we can start dreading the dreaded time change and we can even blame the time change for our children's sleep problems. And so, you know, I might encourage you to just think about that, you know what? The good news is that you're going to be able to enjoy some extra sunshine coming up. Maybe you can reframe some thoughts and say, thank goodness we have blackout shades to help keep that light out. In a week or two, this too shall pass. And maybe if you have that early riser, maybe you now can see that my child no longer wakes up before six in the morning. So sometimes by changing what we're thinking and what we're saying about daylight savings time can make a huge difference. I just wanna share just some quick last tips overall that a lot of times it really takes the body about three to five days. And if you're a little more sensitive, maybe seven to 10 days to make the shift. But one of the things that you'll find is that once you get through this, this too shall pass and you'll be back onto the path of better sleep. Now check out the show notes below and get your daylight savings time spring forward guide to help you create that plan to make this an easy transition in your home. Thanks for tuning into today's show. You can see all of the details and show notes below. And as you go out into your day, I hope that you'll make it your mission to be calm, confident, and rested as you lead today. Sweet dreams.